Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. Welcome to another episode of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, as always, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody. Woody's here to keep the show on point, as he always does. And he says, this time, let's get right to it. Listen, there is a lot of news coming out about this Hunter Biden laptop. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to bring you up to date on what we have so far. This is only the beginning. And there's going to be so much more information that's going to be released on this that we have no idea. Right now, it seems like daily something new is revealed. So there's a drip, drip, drip going on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the media is reacting to this and how they're looking to cover this for, or should I say cover up for Biden on this one. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you what the Biden camp's reaction was, how they, they came out and responded to this, which is just literally amazing. And then we'll get into, again, the blame game starts. I'll talk about that. Who are the media blaming? You know who they're blaming. Uh, and then I'll get some other news that we'll get to, but this is the, the breaking news. We're going to see this. We have 15 days until the election. And is this the October surprise? It's hard to say if it really is, but this is some big stuff. This is very, very damning for the Biden campaign. And the left, the left doesn't want to believe that. And when I mean the left, I'm not talking about the mainstream media at this point in time. They know it. The mainstream media is aware. They know how big this is. And their job, along with the big tech social media giants out there, their job is to cover for Biden. And I don't think it's going to work. I think they're behind the eight ball on this one. And it's going to literally bite them in the rear because they're going to be on the wrong side of this story when it ends. So uh, I'll get into a, a lot more detail, but I want to start the show off with a clip from Rudy Giuliani's show. He does. Called, I think Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense. It's three minutes, so bear with me on this, but I think it sets the stage just absolutely perfectly for what's going to be happening in the days, weeks to come. And possibly this, this actually could carry on past the election. This, this may be bigger than just being an October surprise. This could have some lasting implications for not only Joe Biden, but the Obama administration. I don't have too much on that, and I don't want to tease too much, but I have a feeling a lot's coming out. So let's listen to Rudy Giuliani. We're going to summarize the state of uh, the evidence at this point against the Biden crime family. It's really mounted up since the disclosures of the uh, emails and texts and photographs of Hunter Biden. And now things that were proven by witnesses, documents and videotapes that were ignored and lied about by the press are now proven by Hunter Biden's own words. Let me assure you that this is his hard drive. It uh, was given to my lawyer by uh, the gentleman who had repaired it. It had been left behind by, uh, he, he says, a drunken Hunter Biden who came in and had a very hard time even signing and did describe what he wanted. He came back one time to supply a, um, a keyboard. And uh, then after it was repaired, he never returned, even though there was uh, substantial notices to return. After a while, when the, the gentleman heard um, 
things on the news suggesting that the Bidens may or may not have been involved in criminal activity, uh, he became very concerned that possibly he was holding uh, you know, some kind of illegal material. So it was now his property, uh, according to the contract signed by Hunter Biden, which we have right here. Um, the property was abandoned and property that's abandoned under the law becomes the property of the person that's in possession of it. So he had every right to listen to what was there and look at what was there, and he was shocked. What he saw, he says, were clear evidence of uh, crime, clear evidence that the Bidens were lying uh, over and over again. And then on the photographs, clear evidence of criminal activity and some activity that I probably would have a hard time describing and really should be left to more private discussion. In short, what the uh, um, photographs display is a Hunter Biden who is a, um, a, a very serious, I would say, degenerate crack addict. What that means is that he doesn't get rehabilitated. When he goes into rehabilitation, there are even pictures of him going out at night and smoking crack. So it looks like all during the period of time we're talking about when he was making millions and millions and millions of dollars, there would be uh, pictures of him sitting in a closet uh, smoking uh, dope or engaged in sex while smoking uh, uh, crack with the woman sometimes on his own. Uh, it proves without any doubt that none of this money was intended for Hunter Biden because nobody would pay this guy $10. Amazing. <clears throat> Simply amazing. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of people are going to discount Rudy Giuliani, and actually that is one of the tactics right now that the press is engaged in, is discounting this man's credibility because of how salacious this is. They need to do something. So, you know, you know, you got to put this into context of who Rudy Giuliani is. Everyone knows him. You know, he was former mayor of New York. He was the mayor of New York through 9-11 uh, when that happened back in 2001. He was dubbed America's mayor from that and how he handled it. He was looked on as a national treasure, if not a national hero. Uh, since then, he, you know, he's aligned himself with Trump recently. So now he's vilified. Now he's a bad man. But this, is, this was a former prosecutor who took down the mob. I mean, Rudy Giuliani has been around the block a few times, and he knows how to examine and present evidence. So if you watch the video, and I do encourage you to watch the video. It is on my – I'll have it in the link in my show notes. But also, if you're, you can watch my show at the beginning of my show on my YouTube channel. It's, this video is up there. And he, he, he taps the, doc, the stack of documents it has next to him when he states that they have a copy of the signed contract that Hunter Biden signed when he came in to drop off the laptop. That's big. <clears throat> so that means they have a signature because the shop owner could not do what he did without the signature. The shop owner could not have turned this over without having that document signed because that's now a legal document. This is big. <clears throat> the left can try to hide and run away from this as much as they want, but this is way bigger than they can handle right now. And it's going to blow up even more because if you listen to what Giuliani says, the things, the reaction on his face, the things that he's seen on this laptop, we already know of a 12 minute sex tape. What else is going to come out? So let's get into some of the stories that are coming out on this and they are explosives. Now, again, this is just the beginning. This broke just last week, and we've got two weeks left in the campaign, 15 days from today. 
and this just now came out. Again, we heard Rudy Giuliani speak of this, what he has seen, because he's seen what's on that laptop. This is important to know. What is on that laptop? What is on that laptop is what, got, what has the Democrats so scared, because they don't know. So let's go into some of the stories that are coming out about this. Let me show you what the media, how the media is trying to report this, a cover-up for Joe Biden, and what the, um, how, what the Biden camp, how they're responding. And then we'll get into some other news uh, in the show today as well. So we've got a lot to cover. So this report, the first report is from the Gateway Pundit. The headline is Hunter Biden's former business partner, Bevan Cooney, has flipped. He's working with reporters Peter Schweitzer and Matthew Tierman. Now, a little background on this is Bevan Cooney was one who went to jail for some scheme that Hunter Biden and Don Archer were involved in. Now, Archer was convicted and it was overturned, but now it's been reinstated by the courts. So Cooney's pissed. Cooney's pissed that all this stuff that's going on and that he's the fall guy for this. So what he has done is he's turned over his Gmail account to these reporters. So now all this information is coming out. And allegedly there's 26,000 emails that this guy has given access to for these reporters. Uh, now, this headline from the Fox News kind of goes into that a little bit, too. Source on alleged Hunter Biden email chain verifies message about Chinese investment firm. Sources have told Fox News that the big guy is a reference to the former vice president. So let me explain what I mean by the big guy, what's going on here. One of the people on an explosive email thread allegedly involving Hunter Biden has corroborated the veracity of the messages, which appear to outline a payout for former Vice President Joe Biden as part of a deal with a Chinese energy firm. And one email dated May 13, 2017, and obtained by Fox News includes a discussion of remun cannot get ever get this word out. It looks weird, that's why. Remuner remuneration packages for six people in a business deal with a Chinese energy firm. The email appeared to identify Hunter Biden as a chair slash vice chair, depending on agreement with CEFC, and an apparent reference to now bankrupt CEFC. The email includes a note that Hunter Biden has some office expectations. He will elaborate. A proposed equity split references 20 for H and 10 held for H held by H for the big guy. With no further details, Fox News spoke to one of the people who was copied on the email who confirmed its authenticity. Sources told Fox News that the big guy is a reference to the former vice president. So we don't know what that 20 is. I don't know what that 20 is. Is it 20,000? 20,000 for the H allegedly is Hunter and 10 for to be held by H for the big guy which is Joe Biden. So now we're starting to see some of this pointing to Biden in not just an influence peddling way, but he's cashing in, allegedly. This is all what's in these emails. This is all what the, everybody, what the what a legitimate media or reporters are talking about. And the left know this. The mainstream media knows this. The Democrats, their senior leadership know this. The Biden camp know this. They are worried. They don't know what else is going to come out that proves all this. Because right now, this isn't proof. This isn't proof that Biden was on the take. But it looks bad. And this is an election season. If this is true, that Biden was using his son, Hunter, as a means to shake down money 
maybe shakedowns a not a right word to use, but as a mean to work these deals where he gets paid partially as well. You know, if you listen to Giuliani's, if you go back and watch his whole video from that clip, uh, the full video from the clip I showed you earlier or that you listened to, uh, you'll hear him talk about how did the Bidens get the houses that they have? Doesn't make any sense on his government salary. So it infers, and it's not, it's allegedly, right? We don't know for sure, but gosh, could that be what's coming out in these emails, this whole scandal? Here's another headline. This is from BPR Business and Politics. Biden ex-business partner provides access to more emails documenting Hunter's trading on father's influence. So there's more that's going to come out. And this one, uh, let's see, what those emails show. This is from Cooney. What those emails show, the 26,000 show is a wide net of using the Biden name, using access to the White House, Hunter serving as the pop pipeline to the administration as a means to help their clients and gain clients. The names that come up in this are Chinese, the Russians, the Ukrainians, the Kazakhstanians. It's a veritable United Nations of corruptions. And what it demonstrates is that Joe Biden as vice president of the United States was a center point. It was also, it was almost the planet around which these business activities moved. This is huge. I mean, huge. This suggests that Biden was in on the take. This suggests that Biden was using his son as a means to enrich himself. Now, it's alleged, but going back to what Rudy Giuliani said, this man is a drug addict, Hunter Biden. He said, you know, his comment was nobody would pay him $10 because if he was getting all this money, then uh, he would blow it on drugs, which he was. He was blowing it on drugs, strippers, and hookers. This is, I mean, huge. Another uh, this story out of law enforcement today headline report communist aligned Chinese elites gained White House access via Hunter Biden met with VP Joe Biden. The Hunter Biden story just keeps getting more and more disturbing as additional information has emerged after the New York Post obtained a copy of a hard drive from this computer, his computer. Now, Breitbart News is reporting in an exclusive story that this is that in newly obtained emails from one of Biden's business partner, they lay out how Hunter Biden and his colleagues used his access to the Obama Biden administration in order to arrange off the book meetings for Chinese clients and investors at the White House. The emails, which have never been previously released, outline a private off the books meeting with then Vice President. Joe Biden and a delegation of Chinese investors aligned with the Chinese Communist Party. If true, that lie that Biden said about not knowing what his son's business dealings were is even bigger than we thought. And the Biden campaign has come out and said there is no official record of his meetings with that Burisma executive. So therefore, they don't believe it happened. They're not saying it didn't happen. They're saying there's no official records. What this is suggesting is there was off the book meetings. The emails were provided by a former business associate of Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, who is also on the board at Burisma with Biden. Bevin Cooney, there's that name again, 
who is currently locked up for a fraudulent bond investment scheme in 2016. Cooney reached out to Peter Schweitzer, president of the Government Accountability Institute and senior contributor at Breitbart News in 2019 after he read Schweitzer's 2018 book, Secret Empires. Cooney said that he believed he was the so-called fall guy for the fraud scheme and that the Biden and that Biden and Archer had avoided responsibility he wanted to set the record straight. So he was scorned and he's getting back. So this is big. This is big. Uh, and this also from BPR politics, uh, business and politics, the headline Hunter Biden allegedly admitted he gave half his salary to his father in an unconfirmed text. Wow. Uh, this former New York mayor Giuliani alleged that Hunter Biden admitted in an unverified text that he gave half his salary to his father, Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden. Giuliani, who is President Donald Trump's personal attorney, made the accusation during an exclusive interview with the Daily Caller White House correspondent Christine, Christian uh, Datak. Hunter Biden's comments allegedly came during an unconfirmed text exchange with his daughter that hasn't been reported or published and was obtained by Giuliani. All during the time that this is from Biden, all during the time that I've been disrespected, I've been the one who has supported this family for 30 years. And unlike Pop, I'm not going to require you to give half of your salary to me. This is allegedly from a text from Hunter Biden to his daughter. Giuliani alleged that the unverified text was direct evidence, quote unquote, that Joe Biden leveraged his political power in the U.S. government to receive bribes from foreign actors through his son. Giuliani recited the alleged text from the Hunter Biden after the talk pushed him on not having direct evidence of corruption. Wow. Can you just say, wow? So this is big, and it's going to get bigger, and the left just doesn't know what to do. So what are they going to do? They're going to do what they normally do. They're going to, they're going to smear the messenger. They're going to lie. They're going to obfuscate, and they're going to try to move the attention away. So I'll get into that in just a minute. But there's also another little twist here. Uh, this from America's Freedom Fighters, and this one is pretty far off of a twist, but it's worth mentioning. Pelosi's son now involved in UK, Ukraine scandal, Democrat Party in shamble. Now Nancy Pelosi's son may be looking to take center stage with the Ukraine controversy. Paul Pelosi Jr. spent time in the Ukraine in 2017. So Nancy Pelosi's son, Ra Ra Paul Pelosi Jr., who went to the Ukraine in 2017, was a board member of Viscoil, an executive and executive at its related company, NRG Lab, which did energy business in the Ukraine. So both Biden and Pelosi's sons now have strong ties to the Ukraine. Now, that's a stretch, but it's worth mentioning. I mean, if, if her son is involved in this, you know, at the highest levels of the Democrat Party, they are in absolute panic right now. Just panic. Now, there's also a story that is out there that the Biden or that Hunter Biden's lawyer asked for the laptop back. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this is from Trending Politics. This is the email sent to John Paul by Hunter Biden's lawyer. Reported Housley, uh, Adam Housley's reporter. It is in reference to the returning to returning the laptop. Also, the attorney said Hunter dropped 
him off in 2017. Uh, no, no. It, this is from the article. Try April 2019. He didn't even know when he left him there. Redactions on this document are mine. So this is a, a tweet from Adam Housley. Here you go. This is evidence. Somebody was asking for cooperation. Someone named Claude Loves Guaranteed uh, Mechanisms. There's a blue check mark. He said, gonna need some sourcing on this one, meaning that the lawyer requested to return the laptop. This is a letter to the owner of the shop. Remember the shop's owner's name is John Paul. John Paul, thank you for speaking with me tonight. As I indicated, I am a lawyer for Hunter Biden, and I appreciate you reviewing your records on this matter. Thank you, George R. Messiers. So now we have an email or directly from Hunter Biden's lawyer asking, or, or at least corroborating that there was communication between the shop owner and Hunter Biden's lawyer. Now, if you remember, yesterday I played a clip from Steve Bannon of Breitbart, who said that they've got the emails and they'll release them if they have to. <laughs> well, here you go. It's all coming out. This is full-on panic mode for the Democrats. So what did the Democrats do? And when I say Democrats, leftists, I mean the media as well as the politicians. They paint the messenger as the problem. So this from Arkansas Democrat Cassette. Giuliani return casts dark cloud on White House. Hunter Biden emails draw scrutiny for foreign influence. Washington, this is the, from the article, a New York tabloid's account of how it acquired emails purportedly from the son of candidate for president, former Vice President Joe Biden, has raised some red flags. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani has traveled abroad looking into both Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, developing relationships with questionable figures, including a Ukrainian lawmaker who U.S. officials have described as a Russian agent and part of a broader Russian effort to denigrate the Democratic presidential nominee. So they're trying to misalign Rudy Giuliani. So because the story is now getting hot, it's Rudy Giuliani who's the issue. And this, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff on Friday described revelations from a slew of emails in a laptop allegedly belonging to Hunter Biden as being part of a, yes, wait for it, Russia-backed smear campaign. That's right. Russia is back in the news. Russia, Russia, Russia. So this is what they do. So you go back to that story out of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette as it casts doubts. It casts doubts by the Russians. Giuliani met with Russians. So now the reporters like Adam Schiff are claiming, well, there's reporting that it's the Russians. Well, that's because they put it out there. They created the reports. They created the news to smear Rudy Giuliani. They're trying to make it as now, well, this, you can't trust what Rudy Giuliani brings to the table because that, you know, he's got suspicious connections. And this is just another Russia smear campaign like they did in 2016. This is the Trump campaign uh, trying to, you know, uh, use the Russians to, to sway the election. When we know that's not what happened in 2016, the Mueller report pretty much exonerated Trump and the Russian connection. But that doesn't, that doesn't matter to the left. They got to do something. So they bring out the Russians. And then, uh, you know, others in the media follow suit. Like this from TechCrunch.com. How the hell they're even part of this? But their headline, Suspect Provenance of Hunter Biden Data Cache Prompts Skepticism and Social Media Bans. And so this article goes on to, 
to suggest why this is can't be a true story. It doesn't say that it's not a true story. It says this is why. So this later on in the piece, down in the middle, the their headline or their bullet. There are so many problems with this story. It is difficult to know where to begin. So they do. They give you seven bullets, seven steps as to why this article, why this story is bad. The very here's number one. The very idea that a laptop with a video of Hunter Biden smoking crack on it would be given to a random repair shop to recover is absurd. So they're going to try to paint it as wait a minute. There's no way anyone in their right mind would take this laptop with all this incriminating evidence to a local repair shop. And the key there is right in their right mind. Hunter Biden is a crackhead. He's a drug addict. It, and, you know, I don't know if, if you go back and watch the Giuliani piece. Look at the, the, the video that's on my website. And he talks about how people that are that far in to drug abuse cannot be rehabilitated. Now, this is a former prosecutor, mayor of New York. He's been around the block. He knows. This is, and even if he can be rehabilitated, we know that Hunter Biden had a huge drug problem. And we know that, you know, during his time in recovery and rehabilitation, he went out and did drugs. So the very idea that the laptop could be dropped off by him is actually very real and then i mean it goes on and says other stuff so you got to get to number bullet number seven lastly this is the one that completely shreds any and all credibility that techcrunch.com has in trying to say this can't happen why they're trying to cover for biden i don't know you you can make you know I'm sure there's some things we can all infer to why they're all of a sudden getting involved in this. But number seven, lastly, the fact that a copy was given to Giuliani and Bannon before being handed over to the FBI. Boom, stop right there. This article's worthless because that's not what happened. What happened was this guy, the shop owner, called the FBI first and then called Rudy Giuliani. And there's a, a piece out by Red State, by a writer who um, uh, I got a lot of respect for, been um, back and forth with her for a number of years. Uh, this is from Susie Moore. Uh, in full disclosure, uh, I know Susie through a, um, a political website or forum board where we've exchanged a lot of conversations. So I, I have a lot of respect for Susie. Lot, she has a lot of credibility with me. And this article that she writes in Red State, again, about that Hunter Biden laptop, that's the, that's the title. So she, she starts off, unless you've been living under a rock or only consume information fed to you by the legacy media and Biden town halls, you're likely aware a big story broke earlier this week concerning a laptop allegedly belonging to Hunter Biden. Wayward son of Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, the New York Post broke the story and subsequently the Internet, or rather the social media behemoths, otherwise known as Twitter and Facebook, who set the land speed record for bending over backward to stop the spread of the story. Immediately, questions were raised as to the providence of the laptop. Fair questions. I mean, the story is rather fantastical. It is. She's absolutely right about that. Yet, you'll note that the Biden camp hasn't denied that the emails and photos are authentic. To the extent they've addressed it all, I mean, directly, not through big tech's intervention, they've quibbled with some of the interpretations and danced around the issues of whether an actual meeting between the elder Biden and Hunter's Ukrainian business associate slash Burisma executive occurred. Well, it wasn't on his official calendar. You don't say. She's absolutely right. They said it's not on his official calendar. No, these were off-the-book meetings. 
So in other words, I'm going on back from Susie's article. In other words, despite the warranted skepticism as to how exactly a Delaware computer repair shop owner with admitted partisan preferences just happened to wind up with a water damage laptop full of damning evidence pertaining to the former vice president, would-be president, and his son, which then found its way to Rudy Giuliani, it appears that said damning evidence may indeed be the real deal rather than a fabricated ruse. Though the post didn't identify the shop owner its piece, it did take inter- it didn't take internet sleuths but a millisecond to identify him, track him down. Amazing how swiftly these things unfold given the proper motivation. Business insiders ran an article the day the story broke describing how he was revealed and it goes on to talk about it. But then there's something in her piece that's interesting. Um, she quotes from the Business Insider. The article included a photo of the federal court subpoena showing that the FBI seized the computer and hard drive in December. It's unclear why the Bureau subpoenaed or seized the hard drive after the repair shop owners voluntarily told authorities of its existence. Again, this is from the Business Insider piece that Susie's quoting. But the first photo in the post story depicting the cover page of the subpoena offers additional clues. If you look closely, you'll notice the faint outlines of handwriting between or between and behind the printed text that seem to suggest something was written on the reverse side of the page that would make sense as the blank subpoena form AO110 contained a second page to be filled out by the agent who serves it. Reversing the image on the first page and superimposing it on a blank version of the subpoena second page clearly shows that the placement of the faint handwriting lines up with the placement of the various fields and design elements of the second page. The same handwriting indicates, stick with me people, stick with me. The same handwriting indicates that the subpoena was served to a person or entity with four letter, relative short, four relatively short names third and fourth of which appear to begin with a capital M and a capital I. The owner of the Mac shop appears to be the man, a man named John Paul Mac Isaac. Okay, Susie goes on to say not only that, but the insider noted that the photos included a clue as to the FBI agent who signed the subpoena that was served on the shop. Again, now she quotes again from the Business Insider piece. And this is where it gets interesting. Further analysis of the subpoena faint handwriting suggests it was served by an FBI agent who listed their address as the Bureau Satellite Office in downtown Wilmington. The name of the server, though not 100% eligible, appears to be Joshua Wilson. Over the past decade, a number of news outlets have quoted or described an FBI agent with the same name. Last year, the Star-Ledger newspaper described Wilson as an FBI agent based in New Jersey who has spent nearly five years working full-time on child pornography. In 2012, the same Joshua Wilson signed a criminal complaint that charged a New Jersey man with collecting and distributing child pornography. The signature on that complaint clearly matches the unreversed signature on the subpoena published by the New York Post. That is big. Susie goes on, the question then became, so how long has the FBI had this laptop and what exactly have they been doing with it? And perhaps even more importantly, did they deliberately sit on it during the entire impeachment fiasco? She is absolutely right. She is on, I mean, this ladies and gentlemen, if true, why is an FBI agent whose specialty is child pornography involved in this? The FBI has had this laptop since September of 2019. What have they been doing? Why didn't this come out during or before the impeachment? Who knew about this? Yeah, this, and uh, she quotes Adam Housley, a reporter 
who talks about this too, that this is no October surprise. This actually falls faultly on the back of the FBI that failed to address this beginning more than one year ago and came out now also due to a series of keystone cop decisions by Republican staffers to flat ignore this family for months. So this, you know, because the shop owner reached out to pub- Republican staffers too, and they ignored it. Just amazing. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of the iceberg that is about to just gush over. I mean, the press, they're going to do everything and anything they can. You know, you see Adam Schiff already trying to blame Russia. This from Hot Air, Twitchy, uh, the Associate Press finally talks about the Hunter Biden emails, but thus far it's been a sissy fan, sissy fan. I don't know if I'm saying that word right, tasked to get anyone in the mainstream media outside of Fox News to talk about the Hunter Biden email story. But some cracks in the wall that they've thrown up to defend Joe Biden are starting to show. That means that America will be getting the full story. However, the, uh, that doesn't mean that America will get the whole story. However, the latest example of this phenomenon show up, showed up yesterday when the Associated Press finally decided to offer some coverage. It's a rather short report, and you won't find the word China mentioned anywhere in it, nor will you see any reference to the Ukraine, Burisma, or any suggestion of influence peddling. Russia is mentioned quite a bit, however, but it only in reference to whether or not Rudy Giuliani is the peddler of this all. So this from uh, AP, the FBI is investigating whether emails that were published by the New York Post related to Joe Biden's son Hunter are connected to a possible Russian influence operation that spread in disinformation, according to a person familiar with the matter. The newspaper said in its story Wednesday that it had obtained a hard drive from Rudy Giuliani containing the emails and that the messages were found on a laptop that had been left last year at a Delaware computer repair shop for service, but not retrieved. The unlikely account of how the emails surfaced raised immediate questions about Russian involvement, particular because U.S. officials have warned that Russia, which backed Trump's 2016 campaign through hacking and a covert social media campaign, is interfering again this year. That's what they're doing. Here's another story from MRC Newsbusters. Political spins Hunter Biden email story as possible Russian disinformation. They're actually going to say this is Russia. Can you believe that? I mean, how dumb do they think we are? Well, don't answer that because they think we're pretty dumb. They think we're pretty stupid. I mean, they think we're really stupid. And then the Biden campaign, how do they respond to all this? All right, so we got the media. They're, they're going to trash Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani. It's the Russians' involvement again, aided by Adam Schiff for brains. And what does the Biden camp do? The, this is from 100% Fed Up. They're a pretty good side. I'm actually enjoying them. What Joe Biden's response to Hunter Hunter's bombshell emails? A cat video. That's right, a cat video. They tweeted out the Joe Biden's campaign because you know Joe Biden doesn't tweet out anything. We've gone. We've got to come together to defeat Donald Trump, Democrats, Independents, Republicans, and yes, even Demo cats. And the video goes on to show cats with Biden signs. That's how they respond to this. And then Biden himself. He was confronted by Bo Erickson of CBS. CBS now. Uh, This is a tweet from Bo Erickson. I asked Joe Biden, what is your response to New York Post story about your son, sir? He called it a smear campaign and then went after me. I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. 
CBS. And then what does the Biden camp do? They put a lid on Biden. He's not going to be seen until the debate on Thursday. Four days with no campaigning. Uh, uh, one of the biggest political stories breaks and Biden goes into hiding, hiding Biden in his basement. Why? Because exchanges like that with that CBS reporter, they're afraid of what he's going to say. They're afraid of him blowing up. They're afraid right now, like I, I, I never seen. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Big tech is trying to shut down the story. The media is trying to misalign the story. They're trying to um, vilify Rudy Giuliani, bringing the, pre bringing the Russians back in. The Biden camp releases a cat video and then goes into hiding. When we come back, I'm going, to line, I'm going to tie this in to 2016. What's the difference? You know, MSNBC is trying to tell you that this is a different campaign. Ugh, 2016 versus 2020 is different. Nope. The same thing. It's the same thing. And I'm going to tie that in to uh, the Biden camp and what they're doing. And it's the same thing that what the Hillary camp did as well. When we come back, please visit our website, though. Uh, check us out at the pblpodcast.com. All of my social media links are there. And I put all of the show notes on the first page and you can click on the show notes for the day and all the articles that I'm referencing here will be there. I don't put commentary. I just put links to the article so you have access to it. There's a bar there with all my social media links. Please do click on our YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are moving up in our YouTube channel. Uh, numbers are just blowing up. I mean, just blowing up. And I need your help to just keep that trend going. So please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm putting out videos. In fact, all of my podcasts now will be in video format as well as the audio format. So if you want to watch this, please check out my YouTube channel. All of them be there. But I'm also on Rumble. If you haven't gone to Rumble, you can see me on rumble.com as well, too. It is the PBL podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So you are alerted to when new ones come out and you don't miss any of this just fun, salacious stuff. Yeah.